Happy Aloha Friday, everyone, and welcome to another episode of My Ties at Sunset. I'm Ty. Aloha, I'm Mai. Happy Aloha Friday. Happy weekend. I set the intention that we are going to share a lot of laughs, fun, and healing. So how are you? I've got a lot of travels coming up um, on the books that I'll tell you about later. You just came back from New Orleans, which was a big one. You were there for how long? Uh, We were there for four days, right? Yeah. No, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. No, we were only there for three days. We went to New Orleans for my partner's business party. Okay, so let let me start from the beginning. We got to New Orleans, and the funniest thing is, like, got off the plane and getting into our shuttle to the hotel. Mm -hmm. I walked outside, and I was like, man, it's nice and cool here. It was freaking 92 degrees, a little bit cloudy. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, this is so nice and cool. Like, it's so great. I wasn't sweating at all. And um, everybody around me was like, oh, my God, it's so hot. Like, it's so gross here. And I was like, it's human. Like, you end up being super sticky yeah. Whereas in Houston, it's a little bit more drier than um, New Orleans because New Orleans is like below sea level. So they told us on the tour that like some places are 18 feet below sea level. And that's why it floods like a lot. So um, we get in the shuttle, we go to the hotel, we drop our stuff and then we start heading out. And, and that's like some of the first video is just us walking to Oceana Grill. Okay. Fantastic food. Looks like a dumpy place. Like your basic like seaside restaurant feel like everything is rotting. The kitchen's dirty. There's rat traps on the floor, like blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But their food was excellent. So I highly recommend Oceana Grill right off of Bourbon Street, like nearby. So we did that. And then we started walking Bourbon Street. And Bourbon Street looks very tame during the day, right? Just lots of bars, mostly like daiquiri bars, drink bars. You know, they've got the yards, the different shapes. They have one place with like a fishbowl. And it just has like some concoctions. Is one of those places, those states that you can walk around open container. Correct. Yeah. It means you can have your alcohol out in public. Where Hawaii, you're not allowed to do that. Right. Yeah. So you so you have like little bars everywhere with like lots of like walk up and get a drink and then you just go. Mm-hmm. And then they had like pizza by the slice, hot dogs, chicken fingers, all this stuff. So we're walking up and down, lots of voodoo shops, lots of touristy shops. And everything's great. We like it. You know, um, it's Bourbon Street. It's dirty. So mm-hmm. one of the things in my partner's like goodie bag that she got were shoe covers for your shoes okay. like after the trip. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so we're walking around and I started I started to notice it was like getting really dark. Yeah. And I was like, it's only like 2.30. And we started heading back like really fast to try to like get to the hotel. And we got stuck right at the Hard Rock Cafe on Bourbon Street. And we like tucked in and it downpoured like a hurricane. It probably only lasted like 30 minutes, but it flooded. And I'm like, wow. like not even like a little bit of flood. It was like maybe a couple feet of flooding around us. Wow. And we stood in there, but I was getting soaked no matter what, because it's just spraying everywhere. And and you have to think like Bourbon Street, small street, lots of shitty buildings, like gross buildings. All that rainwater is not clean water. Like, you know, you stand in Hawaii and the rain is on you and you're like, hell yeah, this is clean water. No, this is like dirty ass runoff from the buildings. And so it's like dumping rain. It's black on the ground. Like it's dirty. It's like torrential flooding. Yeah. And uh, my partner and I decided to make a run for it. And she is like laughing the whole time while we're running uh, because it's pouring so much. Like I couldn't see my like oh. like just water in my eyes and i came up on the ritz carlton so it's like off of bourbon street we're getting towards like the marriott 
I'm running and I don't look down and I literally go like half of a calf deep in water. Not only am I like freaking out because it's raining, but then I start realizing like I'm standing in shit water, like nasty ass water. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have staff. I'm going to have poo poo on me. Like just everything sucks right now. My feet, my shoes are all wet. Mm -hmm. So I like yell out to my partner like, hey, it's flooding here. And I have, I think like we made it to the valet area of our hotel and we had to wring out our shirts. Like it just, I took my t-shirt and it was just wringing out. It was just like dripping everywhere. We went up and like we heard him and took like, you know, our shoes off and tried to dry them. And Because she only brought one pair of tennis shoes. My mom actually was like, hey, if it's going to rain in New Orleans, you better bring like two pairs of tennis shoes, two pairs of flip flops because, you know, you just. Never know, right? Thank Jesus she said that because it took it took my first pair of shoes three days to dry and they weren't even dry by the time I got home to throw them into the washer. And I washed them three times with like Lysol <laughs> disinfectant with a little bit of like downy like pebbles. I was like everything and it, it still has like a weird bourbon street smell. So we got back and then we got ready for the party and it was really cool because they hired a second line band. So New Orleans Uh is very famous for like weddings, parties and funerals. Mm -hmm. They actually have like a trio or like a few people playing like the drums, the trombone, the saxophone, trumpet and then somebody Mm -hmm. dancing with umbrellas and you're supposed to carry an umbrella, right? I wish I had that umbrella when it was raining but um, so we we did the second line like dancing all the way to the venue which was really cool Mm -hmm. and I, I got some video of the band and then we were out there and we had drinks the balcony overlooks bourbon street really nice so i've been to mardi gras and galveston as well as new orleans and i'm always on the balcony and you're always supposed to have beads right yes especially if you're on the balcony yeah so unfortunately the the party didn't have beads like the people did not get any so i went down to the stuff the shops and like wheel and dealed with cash to get some beads like big packs mm-hmm. of beads and um we started throwing them and so when i throw beads like i like to look at people and have them look at me like I don't want to just yeah. like pelt you with these heavy yeah. ass beads you know and I, I saw like a bunch of kids you know you give them a bead it makes them happy I actually went down for another bead run and there was like a mm-hmm. family in there and they're like thank you so much for the beads like it really made our kids day like to see you up there just giving them to the kids instead of like looking for boobs or whatever and so mm-hmm. um so I gave them like extra like real fancy beads that I had mm-hmm. and uh yeah I had a really great time the next morning like we had nowhere to be except for brunch yeah and it was it was fine like the brunch place was recommended by one of our listeners, Brandy. The food was really good. Uh, so Court of Two Sisters, really great brunch brunch spot. Most people like it. We went to Cafe Du Monde like everybody does. Mm-hmm. And then so later we went to a night carriage tour. So it's like haunts and history of New Orleans. So it was a carriage tour ride with royal carriages uh, right off of Jackson Square. We got on the horse and I got plenty of video of that. I mean, it's dark, but that's what New Orleans is. It's like all gas lanterns, you know, lamps, street lamps. Our mule was named Armstrong and he took us around Mm -hmm. the French Quarter. It was really cool. Um, They were talking about one hotel called the Andrew Jackson Hotel. Uh And apparently in room 208, there is a child that haunts that room and he will take your phone while you're sleeping and take pictures of you while you sleep from the top of the ceiling. He will pull your covers off. He will rearrange your stuff. He will steal your stuff. And a lot of people like staying there. Okay. 
And there's a fun fact, like a couple went and did their honeymoon in that room and they were disappointed that they didn't get any supernatural experiences. And Mm. so they tried to like give a bad review and say like it was all a hoax. Well, they developed their film. I I guess they had a professional camera. They developed the film Mm -hmm. and they found three photos of them sleeping. Somebody had taken their camera and and then they retracted their terrible review. Mm. And while we were going by there, a couple came out of the hotel and they were like, I had a supernatural experience. It's like somebody pulled on my toe and I was like, nope, no, thank you. No, thanks. I would never want to stay in something like that. Like, no, you can see in my room just yesterday as I was sleeping um, in the morning, actually, I woke up to somebody sitting on the end of the bed. Oh, no. I think it was my grandma. Next. And it was loud because you could hear the squeaking of the box springs. And then I felt like the dip by my legs, Ooh. by my feet. And I was like, so I laid there. I was hugging. I was over on my tummy and I was hugging my pillow and I woke up, my eyes popped open and I'm like, hmm, who is that? And then I kind of felt like, oh, it's just my grandma. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Get that feeling. There's another one that she likes to do. Um, my grandma used to use Caress brand soap. It's like a moisturizing soap bar. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while at night, she will spread that smell throughout my whole bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, can you please, can you please tone it down? It's a little perfumey, <laughs> and then it'll go away. Speaking of hauntings, I'm sorry. Continue. You had more on your haunted tour. Um, more on the haunted tour. We went around um, to. So the reason why New Orleans is very much like a haunted place is because a lot of the buildings are built on top of graves. Oh. So a lot of the houses and the housing and all that stuff, they're just built on top. Because again. Okay. Most of the um, people who came there a while ago were actually prisoners, uh, French prisoners. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, when they died, they just put you in the ground, but they didn't realize it flooded a lot. And a lot of places, like I said, were below sea level. And so the bodies bodies come up and float around and all that stuff. So, yeah, Um, one of the janitors, I guess, were that used to be a Civil War hospital. He said, like, he had, like, this weird memory flashback where he stepped onto the floor off the elevator and it turned into a full like civil war hospital where people are screaming amputations dead bodies like people just all over the place so very haunted very scary um the tour was lovely i really enjoyed it i've never done anything like that but we got to see parts of like new orleans that you wouldn't see um, so one thing that i do regret that we didn't end up doing was the world war ii museum out there that's definitely going to have to be like a full day adventure, but it's supposed to be the best in the nation. So I really do want to go back and see that. That'd be really cool. New Orleans is a special place. Good food, history, and, you know, also the nightlife. I mean, New Orleans is nightlife. So, yeah, you go there. I think a lot of a lot of people in New Orleans, like the residents and stuff, said New Orleans is still recovering from Katrina, which was quite a while ago. Um, But it's never been the same, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, there was like a flash rain that lasted two hours and it flooded the streets. Like, it's still not the same. So that was fun. Then we went to the river the following weekend and I I gave you a video from that. Mm -hmm. Very busy. The rivers are very low because, I mean, everybody's in a drought right now. Mm -hmm. And so we, a two hour trip ended up being a four and a half hour trip. And I turned into crispy baked ham. So... My legs are the darkest they've ever been since I've been in Hawaii, I guess, is like the darkest they've been. But (laughs) yeah, I'm pretty dark now. And, and, you know, like then I went, so New Orleans, Green, New Braunfels area, San Marcos. And then I went to Seattle. So it was like nonstop 
Nonstop. What was I going to say? Oh, I have a, something to share. Um, but okay. I hate most of it. But it's a Spamus B. I hate you. It's from... <laughs> from um, this one was from somewhere. It was from like a sushi place that I don't know. But I have to say, I was a little disappointed because the Spam doesn't look cooked. I mean, Spam's fully cooked already, right? But I like my Spam to be like crispy. <laughs> and mm-hmm. this is just... It's just not exciting. It's just so-so? It's just so-so. And then the rice, um, even though it's sushi-type rice, sticky rice, they did put the the teriyaki sauce, but it's not as flavorful as the one that I would do. Plus, I also cook my Spam in the teriyaki sauce to, like, infuse that flavor and caramelize the sugar on the Spam. So it's extra good. Mm. (laughs) Watch our video. (laughs) It's on something. Yeah. You did. So so let's talk about our YouTube lately. I mean, I was shocked when you had our last one had 1800 views and we were talking about like local news stuff, especially those big waves, because that definitely made national news. People are always fascinated when things happen to Hawaii. I just think it's so funny because I'm like, really? I know somebody who lives there and it's not that exciting for them. But hey, (laughs) well, the waves are something that happens all around the state on all of the islands. And it's kind of a timeless thing. You never know when they're going to make news because they're crashing into people and weddings and buildings and um, doing a lot of destructive things. But it's coastal living. You get that anywhere that you're living along the water. Oh, look at you. You did Hawaii Costco beach toys and summer necessities. Coming to Hawaii and not having to pack your set board and your carry-ons. No, because apparently you can return it to Costco after you're done using it, which I think is so (laughs) incredibly weird. Actually, I'm going to watch this. Hawaii Costco summer toys and stuff. Oh, my God. Fun fact. Remember when I moved away from Hawaii Uh and the movers, like, packed up all my stuff? Uh Uh-huh. Well, I just unwrapped my Tommy Bahama chairs and Uh they look brand new. Even one of them isn't even the plastic wrap, which I was like, what? You didn't so, use it. No, I didn't even use it. So now I have like all this beautiful stuff. Oh, my gosh. So speaking of, mm-hmm. you have like a video of a couple here. Yes. Did you hear about the woman who got impaled by a flying beach umbrella in oh. South Carolina? Yeah, no. I think it was South Carolina. Yeah, it was terrible. And then we've seen like a lot of wind gusts lately of things flying in the air. And I mean, I think our viewers would love to know, has that ever happened to us? I've never had that happen. I did pull my back carrying my stupid stand-up paddleboard up a hill. I have the funniest photograph of you picking up your your one man and almost falling over because you had it on your shoulder. Those things are like 21 feet long. And it was on your shoulder in front of your face and you almost fell over with it. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's just you're, the wind. You're not, not very nice. It was the wind coming at you. No, but we do we do have accidents with coconut trees, apparently. They were they're all along the beach, so you just gotta be careful for flying coconuts. And they will fly around during hurricanes and things like that. So unfortunately, as a homeowner, unless you know you really should Take your coconuts off of your tree. You should take your coconuts off. I love coconuts. I miss having Mm. like a fresh one. A fresh one, yeah, for sure. Mm. Best roadside treat ever. 
Maybe. Or they have them at the swap meet, but damn, they overprice them. Oh, yeah. They're like $10, $12 each. I'm like, no, absolutely no. not. Yeah. yeah, I think the easiest thing to get into it is a hammer. I don't think I've ever peeled a coconut myself, personally. I've watched people a do hammer. it. They use yeah. those huge machetes. They do use a huge machete, and they just whack off the top. Do it. I've watched YouTube videos on it. A lot of people do it. Mm. <laughs> I, I live in Hawaii, and I've never peeled a coconut myself. It's hard. I don't want to do it. It is hard. <laughs> I've seen my sister-in-law try to do it, and I was like, okay, okay. She's getting angry with it. Now we're getting like the hammer, the crowbar. I'm like, oh God, getting a chisel. I think, you know. I think definitely a hammer. I'm and I'd be too afraid to have a machete so sharp that it would just slice through the the coconut. Plus, you'd have to mm. hit it really hard. You do really yeah. hard. And uh, um, I don't have the upper body strength new? anymore to do that. Maybe when I was in yeah. like peak paddling shape, I could have done it. But peak paddling shape, she says. That would have been fun. All right, so what else is going on in the world of Mai and Tai? We just had the air show here in Hawaii. Yeah, did you get some video from that? I have some really silly video. Um, they were flying all around my house. Uh, it was Blue Angels and um, a bunch of other, um, like, raptors, I guess. Uh, um, I don't know what all the airplanes are. A lot of jets, right? So last night, they did it for three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And last night was their last... Um, performance day and I had had it I was tired of running around my yard trying to get video of them when they would like randomly drive fly by and yeah. um so in the afternoon it was getting towards like their finale shows and they were zooming all around my house because I'm that close to the military base and my yep. little dog he started crying he was so scared Aww. oh he was whimpering that is gonna be scary this whoosh whoosh Back and and forth. It, it's not bad when it's just one. I mean, they do fly around all the time. Like, it's not unusual. But when there's like four or five in formation and they're zooming together, it's really loud. It's loud. And he, he was really scared. Poor little thing. Oh, poor thing. But poor otherwise, thing. it was an uneventful weekend. I thought that I was going to go. Um, I had talked about it with my family. But honestly, those things draw such huge crowds. And... Yeah. I don't know if you remember the traffic for Bayfest every year. Bayfest. No, I don't actually remember. I don't think I, I think I went one time, but mm -hmm. I knew somebody who lived on base. So I just was already there. You were already and on I didn't base. have to. Yeah. I just walked over. I was like, mm -hmm. no, absolutely not. I used to go to the dog park all the time with my dogs on Kaneohe Bay. Kaneohe Marine Base. The Marine Corps Base. Yeah. Yeah. And I love it. I loved having my dogs out there. So cute. That's my favorite golf course. The Clipper Golf Course on that base. Oh, I haven't is it played nice? there I've in years, been. but it's um, it's a really nice golf course. Nice, nice. Um, you know the video I took of the boats in the marina. Mm hmm. So that's Waterford Harbor. It's just basically like an area around Kima. Yeah. So there's the Kima Boardwalk, and it's it's to the Gulf of Mexico. It's not as pretty as like Hawaii and stuff, but they did a little luau like exhibition out on that water area in mm -hmm. that. So that reminded me like, Hey, uh, that's, that's something like Hawaii. Everybody always like bugs me about Hawaii. They're just like, you must be from the islands. And I was like, no, I'm actually not, but I lived there for a while. And they were like, 
you look like you're from the islands. And I was like, <laughs> it must be the tattoos, huh? And they're like, no, you're just so tan and tropical-y. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Like, that is nice. That is nice. I guess, I guess they imagine this is what a Hawaiian girl looks like. And I was like, okay. Actually, even more honestly, I should have bigger hair. <laughs> no, we have uh, your, your the Hawaiian um, hair. We have a lot of, uh, we have all kinds, all kinds. We have everything. We have everything. Um, Did you hear that song that I sent you? Yep. Isn't that funny? Island Girl by, what was his name? Something Skeleton. I don't know. I'd have to look it up. I sent you yesterday on text. Island Girl by Derek Skelton. Derek Skelton. I was just had it on the radio and I stopped in my tracks when I heard that he said he said the line Holly Eva is for me and he said it correctly and it was about is he an island is girl. he a local boy no really let's look him up Derek Skelton he's from oh he was in the Air Force he went from Oahu to Texas up and coming singer songwriter is he popular did he live in Hawaii yeah in the Air Force let me see he is a singer-songwriter. He was Air Force TACP, which I have no idea what that is. He lived in o- on Oahu for the Air Force and then moved to Texas. But where was he born? Does it have that? Let me... Bio. Weaver, Alabama native Derek Skelton is an up-and-coming up singer-songwriter currently living in Honolulu, Hawaii. He released his first single, Can't Out Love Me, in February 2020. And has been releasing new singles since then with his latest single, Island Girl, bringing a taste of aloha to the country world. Yeah, it's a country. He's a country singer. So I, it was just a country song. And I was like, whoa, did he just say Holly Eva? And then he said North Shore Living. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is about Hawaii. <laughs> Who doesn't love Hawaii, though? Well, that one guy that I talked about in the last episode, <laughs> I sent you the video <laughs> of his little animation. Um, they actually have a podcast. There are other podcasters, but I thought that it was just a clip from uh, one of their podcasts that they turn into cartoons, which I wish we had the ability to do because that would be funny. But I thought it was yeah. it was absolutely cute and how he said Hawaii's so hot. And then his little cartoon character melts. <laughs> and the spider that he had drawn in there, that's the same kind of spider that was um, always at my grandma's house. They just they're all over her house. But he never talked about like the scary spiders, which we did talk about in previous episodes are the cane spiders that look like, you know, very scary creatures and they can crawl on your ceiling and along the walls and they go so fast. I remember being in this house in, um, uh, it was like, I was in North Shore side, um, in Wailua. I was in Wailua and, and it was a small house and I was in the living room and it was also in the living room on the corner and it crawled along the wall and then turned the corner because there was a doorway that would go towards like the hallway and the bedrooms. And it turned a corner and went that way. And I was like, wait, the bathroom was over there. <laughs> and I needed to go to the bathroom. I was like, forget oh my it. God. Forget it. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> you were stuck. It was scary. If I hadn't known, I think I would have been fine. But just having to see it and to see how large it was. I mean, it was the size with its legs outstretched and it's like the size of a bowling ball with just, but it's a spider with creepy, creepy legs. No, tap, tap, no tap, more tap, of tap. that. No, we don't need that. No. Yeah. They're very creepy, creepy. 
Oh, and then when I talk about centipedes, centipedes are tough to kill. Oh, like the centipede. Didn't we? Didn't Darren kill one for us? Uh, yes. You put it in the jar. Yes. So I had a house that had a mango tree, and the centipedes were all over that mango tree. And they would drop onto the roof and then they would get into the windows and they would be in the house. So no more mango tree. Mango tree's gone. Nope. I'm wondering if that's why my neighbors cut down their mango tree is because they were having a centipede problem. And I have seen one as big as it was as thick as two inches, two inches. And as long as like a small snake, I guess. I think oh. it, it was probably about three feet long. Um, nope. and this guy I was with, um, a contractor and I remember, um, it crawled like in front of us. I think it was dying anyway, but it was crawling slowly towards us where we were standing. Did and he scream? He, ha- no, I was frozen in fear. He saw it. He was watching it and he had really big boots. He was a big guy and he just stomped on it with his boots and he goes, yeah, we call those cow killers. And I was like, I have never in my life at that point, and I was an adult, I'd never seen one that big. I didn't know they could get that big. That was frightening. And I think one of my kids, we put it in a jar, and one of my kids took it to school, and the teacher asked if she could keep it. So she has it. But it was it was horrible. And it smelled. That's so scary. It's so scary. Yeah. It was. Yeah, I don't need that in my life. Nope. No, you don't. Nope. <laughs> I'm just really glad he was there to um, kill it. <laughs> I yeah. would not have known what to do. Food. He was probably calm and everything. And he you was. were freaking out next to well, him. Well, he's from, he's from Waianae. And I don't know if they see that out there on Waianae. I remember that one time there was one in the bottom of Ingrid's pool that the house that she was babysitting uh-huh. and house sitting for. There was one in the bottom of the pool and nobody wanted to get in the pool. Well, they don't swim as far as I know. I think it was just stuck there. But... It was gross. Things like me- like like uh, cockroaches, like the big cockroaches, and, and the centipedes, they can hold their breath for a really ridiculously long time, and they could still be alive. Ooh, I hope. Ugh. Thanks for joining us for another episode of My Ties at Sunset. I had a really great time having new adventures to share with Mai. And as always, she has the best Hawaii adventures. We are all envious of you living in Hawaii. It amazes me how many people want to visit. And I think that our podcast really connects with people and makes them excited about coming to Hawaii. So with that, check us out at MyTiesAtSunset.com, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and anywhere else you find your favorite podcasts. And until we meet again, ahui ho.